With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. This is Darnell Nurse from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. Elias Lindholm having an outstanding season, has scored for the Calgary Flames. It's halfway through the first period. Flames up 1-0 on the Caps. Again, that big game, the two wildcard teams going head-to-head. Stars and Predators, they're scoreless late in the second period. Again, Oilers fans, you just don't want that one to go to overtime. Two-point game is enough. Don't give out three. Early in the second period, okay, this is incredible. Chicago now up 6-0 on Anaheim. So Chicago got five goals in the first period, and then Brendan Hagel scores 19 at Brandon Hagel. I always get that mixed up. Brandon Hagel scores 19 seconds into the second period. So Chicago 6, Anaheim nothing. That's actually good for Edmonton. It'll keep the Ducks behind the Oilers. Lightning and Jets 3-3 late in the second period. Also late in the second, wild up 5-2 on the Rangers. After two, Senators leading the Blues 2-1. Early in the third, Coyotes hammering the Red Wings at 7-2. After two periods in Toronto, the Leafs and the Tentacle team tied 3-3. Late in the third, Panthers 4, Penguins 3. Flyers leading the Golden Knights 2-1 with four minutes left. Uh, That result would be good for Edmonton if it stands up. And the Devils lead the Avalanche 4-3 with two and a half minutes to go. That would be... uh, Bit of an upset there. Kale McCarr has scored in that game, his 21st of the season. It was 3-0 for the Avalanche. And now uh, the Devils leading it 4-3. They've outshot the Avs 42-24. As for the Oilers tomorrow against Washington, little earlier start for a weekday game. Faceoff is at 6. The faceoff show here on 6.30, Chet, is going to start at 4.30. A clarified Nugent Hopkins today with Jay Woodcroft. He said Nugent is still week to week. That's a big loss. Bouchard should be good to go tomorrow. Barry's day to day. Mike Smith once again didn't practice, so I would expect Koskinen starting tomorrow with uh, Skinner as the backup. Marcus Niemalainen was sent to Bakersfield. I think this might be because uh, he's going to become a dad here, or maybe he already has. I, I think that's why that move was made, but uh, we'll see what else happens here along the way. We are going to go. To the CertainTeed hotline. CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. We welcome back to the show a gentleman who was recently named the general manager of the Edmonton Riverhawks Baseball Club. It is Steve Hogel. Steve, how are you doing? I'm outstanding, Reed. Even better now that I'm talking to you. Always a pleasure. Well, it's great to have you on the show, and congratulations on, uh, on a new gig with uh, our new baseball team, who we are going to see this summer, uh, the Edmonton Riverhawks. Tell us about jumping on. I I know you'd kind of been working them a little bit uh, with them in the past, but making it uh, a pretty big deal, joining them as the general manager. 
Yeah, thank you. It, it's it's a great group. There's about 30 of us around the table that have uh, been offering thoughts here, there, and everywhere. And uh, Randy doubled back to me to to come on down as GM. And uh, you do a little bit of a double take. You do a little bit of an inventory. And it's just a beautiful opportunity. Work with a great group of people in a gorgeous ballpark in a beautiful area of the city. Um, and we're going to see some awesome ball. We're going to have a ton of fun putting on events. Well, and I know Randy's talked about that in the past, too. You mentioned baseball, but you also mentioned uh, events. I, I don't know if there's anything concrete you can tell me in the middle of March, but it seems like there is uh, a very big picture approach to the ballpark as a a center for fun, maybe is how I'm going to put it. No, it's a real good observation, and... I'll talk about the future by looking to the past because as you alluded to, last year we had no Riverhawks because of the pandemic. So we've got this beautiful ballpark, brand new infield turf, new scoreboard in the outfield, sitting empty with no Riverhawks to play in it. And what happens? Well, Randy looks around and says to minor league teams, little league teams, come on down and play. Uh, you co-ed rec teams, come on down and play. Uh, uh, oh, Vimy, you want your grad down here? Come on down. And it, is just a beautiful vibe down there in that regard. It's for the community. It, it's a beautiful building for the community, and we want it as a great gathering place where people can come, hang out, visit, enjoy the sunshine, have a pop or a beer, watch some awesome ball. Well, I, I love that you say that, and I've heard that from so many people over the years that they just they love that as a destination in the summer when the weather is nice and it's light out till. 10 or 11 and you sit and watch a game but there's it's just such a great city city vibe down there so that's really cool it really is and and, and we'll be ready to accommodate obviously not people coming down in vehicles but bikes walking uh yeah it, it, it's just and i think during the pandemic um you know when we were sort of uh, uh stuck for a lot of entertainment options i think people really discovered and really appreciated that river valley i think that there's a core group that's down there all the time and it's an absolute spectacular part of the city but i think uh, a, a growing number of people in in edmonton are, are being reminded of how special it is down there so remind everybody about the league that the river hawks are, are going to be in and some of the other uh teams that we're going to see coming through and obviously that they'll be trying traveling to play as well. Yeah, you betcha. We we start on the, this is the West Coast League. So it is one of the premier collegiate leagues in North America. Cape Cod on the East Coast is the granddaddy of them all. Uh, but this is right up there. So this will be the most exciting baseball since Trappers days. And uh, the WCL has a great, great track record of seeing their players drafted into the majors and playing in the majors, including uh, Shane Bieber, former Cy Young Award winner. He's an all-star last year. So these are the kinds of guys that we'll see hanging down there and so this is the first team in this league in alberta so the teams are are in bc more recently and then even before that washington and oregon so uh we're going to start in edmonton uh early june when the portland pickles come to town on uh monday <laughs> june 6th so it gives you an idea of the fun vibe of the league uh we're watching some real great ball players Okay, now are you are you in like are you the new Pat Gillick as well, or is this just a strictly business GM, Steve? <laughs> well, I'll be more focused on the on the business uh, side of things, and uh, I'm surrounded by great baseball types. I can enjoy baseball, and and I remember back in the Trappers days, I remember Renfrew Park and Wally Joyner and Kittle and all those guys. So I can enjoy the game as much as anybody. But there's others around me that know far more about baseball than myself. 
Well, I, it's, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the one name I remember from being a kid. And as you know, I grew up, you know, near Evansburg. So I was following a lot of stuff on, on the radio and in, in the in the newspaper. But that was the one uh, first trapper I sort of remember thinking, I got I to gotta follow this guy, Kittle, because I think he got to 50 home runs one year in AAA. Yeah. And obviously he went to the majors. And I, and I finally totally. got to interview him a few years ago as well. But <laughs> I mean, that is pretty cool because we have seen either players come through Edmonton on, on the way up or sometimes a guy might come back on a conditioning stint or whatever. So there have been some pretty cool names play here in the past. Yeah, yeah, uh, Valenzuela came through town, and and so really, really cool. And and with this league, uh, one of the slogans I've seen around is "Where legends grow." Um, and this will be a younger set, obviously, because these are collegians, uh, so they're on their way up. So uh, it won't be uh, as much seeing any guys in the twilight. But it's going to be pretty cool because no doubt we'll see some guys play for the Riverhawks and a few years later, it's like, you know what? I remember that guy. He played for the Hawks. Yeah, absolutely. So are you guys going to sell, uh, and I know there's the uh, there's the promotion with the Elks and some other teams as well, but are, are you guys going to have seasons tickets, single game tickets, uh, packages? How do you want to approach that? All of the above. We've got the seasons on sale right now at gohawks.ca uh, but it was interesting you mentioned that because i was just talking to the stingers the other day and and elton were talking about those uh, double headers during a day you know and, and and could you go from one venue have a pit stop at a restaurant and then to the other venue and uh we want to have all sorts of fun with with those teams as well and and we firmly believe hey uh great healthy uh sports teams supported by all uh just makes for a even better city. So, um, you know, we want to be uh, partners in arms with all of them and have a whole lot of fun. So um, we'll be getting around to those flex packs and, and some other ticketing announcements with theme games uh, in the foreseeable future. But right now we've got the seasons on sale and uh, uh, there's been a real nice uh, take up on those as well as our merchandise, which really seems to have struck a chord with a lot of people. And you have to remind me and, and see, this is the, this is the tough part about losing the the, the year, right? But you get, you get a, what what has been done in the stadium itself for upgrades or rentals or stuff like that. Yeah, the the infield turf brand new, and uh, so you've got a brand new infield artificial turf, uh, the brand new portable pitchers mound, uh, brand new scoreboard, and you could go down there any weekend, probably for the past year, and you find. Uh, Randy working with a, a bunch of pals painting dugouts and, and cleaning out closets and uh, it's just been an awesome group in terms of everybody putting their shoulder into it and trying to make this come alive for the community. Right on. Did I miss anything Steve? No, I, I mean, we're, we're really excited. We're really overwhelmed with the positive reception. We're really humbled, honored, and, and moved by it. Uh, and we want to welcome everybody down there and have a whole lot of fun. It's going to be a great place to come hang out and visit. And as we all say, this is all for the community, and, and we're all part of this community. We just want to build it and make it strong. Awesome. Well said, Steve. All the best with your new gig. That's Steve Hogel, now the GM of the Edmonton Riverhawks. Going to be great to have uh, baseball back at REMAX Field. Still one nothing. Calgary leading Washington. Four minutes left in the first period. Uh, we're going to follow up with a guest next. We had her on a couple weeks ago. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. Go. And I said, if you guys win your first playoff round, uh, we'll have you on again. And they won it. So we're going to have her on again when we get back. Your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Black Ocean, Golden Dark. After two periods, now Stars and Predators are scoreless. Colorado lost to New Jersey 5-3. Avalanche were up 3-0. First time they've blown a three-goal lead since November of 2018. I want to welcome back to the show from the University of Alberta Pandas volleyball team. She's the all-time kills leader in Canada West. Corey White is checking in. Corey, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me back again. Well, yes, and I know you hope there are still a couple more appearances to come because I promise you as long as you keep advancing in the playoffs, we'll keep having you on. So since we last talked, uh, tell me what's happened for the Pandas. Yeah, so we had playoffs this weekend at the U of A, and in that little mini tournament of playing uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we came second. So we move on to the next round for playoffs, which is great. Unfortunately, it doesn't mean we host, but if there's any listeners that feel like going on a short little 12-hour drive down to Vancouver to come out and support the Pandas, that'd be great. <laughs> so, who are, uh, so who are you playing? Cause, uh, to me, Corey, now you have to forgive me. I'm not the, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but this, okay. this seems to me like it's a kind of an unusual playoff structure compared to what we're used to in the NHL, NFL, stuff like that. So how does it work now? Yeah, so this year is actually a lot different for all teams. This is They've changed it a ton due to COVID and just um, money and safety of athletes and everything like that. So first it was like the top um, uh, four, six, it was like the top, I'm trying to do quick math, uh, 12 teams did the first round. And now we're actually down to the top six teams, and they're doing another round. And so three teams will compete down at Trinity Western, and it will be Trinity Western, UBCO, and us. And over in Mount Royal, which is in Calgary, will be Mount Royal, Calgary, and um, UBC. And then the top two teams from both of those uh, two small tournaments will move on to the final four and those top three teams from the final four will go to nationals oh wow okay so you yeah. gotta so basically if you win a match uh this weekend you you should make it through to the final four and then sorry three out of the four from the final four go to nationals yeah three out of the four yeah it should be if we win a match but you never know like a lot of um tournaments this past weekend we're having a lot of three-way ties so then it gets messy and it goes down to set one or just points. So oh, wow. we so we want to oh, come geez. out of that tournament like winning it for sure. Okay, good stuff. Okay, so you mm-hmm. guys are playing UBCO and then Trinity Western. All right, so yeah. I'm glad you explained that to me because quite frankly, I wasn't sure what I was looking at when I uh, <laughs> no watched the schedule. Uh, so overall, were you guys pretty happy with how you played this past weekend? Yeah, like we were up and down. Uh, we Our first two games, I think we won like our style and played like the way we wanted to. So we were quite happy with that. Uh, the, our last game, we unfortunately lost. We didn't play the way we wanted to, but UBC is a really good team and they pushed us really hard and exposed things we needed to see and feel and 
like no coming into this next weekend and just some things we need to work on and it's good because you get all those feelings in playoffs and you just you go back the next day and you keep pushing and grinding all right uh Corey white from the pandas volleyball team joining us tonight on inside sports it is international women's day uh, who yeah. are, uh, well, I won't just say, well, I'll say female athletes, but if you want to move outside of sports, you can as well. Who are some female athletes that you look up to or who've inspired you over the years? Um, well, I actually, there's this like one female athlete. She was really big in the volleyball world. I don't know if any people know her, but she's kind of a legend in um, coming out of the U of A. Her name is Tiff Dodds. And um, she played for the U of A for three years, was an incredible athlete, and then went overseas and played for quite a few years. And as she came back, she shared her experience to so many young and older female athletes going through their club years. And I remember just sitting there and getting so inspired of all those great opportunities she found in sport and just got to like see it from a volleyball side that you don't really get to see so much of because it's not a high profile sport so like I really looked up to her and I just watched her um, throughout the years so she's a really cool athlete just one of the ones I looked up to okay awesome I'm, I'm happy to hear that I, I'm gonna yeah. tell you something Corey this this might surprise this might surprise you obviously uh, on, a, on a show uh, a sports show in Edmonton we talk primarily about hockey and primarily about one team, and, and certainly yeah. football is the the second biggest sport we talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I have said this a few times on air over the years. The one sport that I love, that I wish I could watch more of, uh, because I'm often on the air when you guys are playing, is volleyball. Yeah. Uh, I, I played volleyball in high school. I you know I, I, I really enjoy the game. I really appreciate the game. What is yeah. what is the biggest misconception? you think fans have about volleyball or maybe the one thing that stops it from being a little more popular whether um, it's fair or not i think a lot of people like i don't think people like realize how like complex the game is and but i think that can go on for like every sport but it's just volleyball like it's such it's just like it's a very complex game it's very exposing like it's kind of funny it's like basically an intense version of don't let the like balloon hit the floor type thing but <laughs> but i just think like i don't think there's a lot of um hype around it because i just don't think there's been as much exposure in canada but i know our national teams are trying to do a way better job of just exposing it more universities are trying to like bring it out and have more people come out and come see it and i think it's just it hasn't been a staple in canada but i think it's slowly starting to get there and it's going to get there from people just coming out and seeing it and you might not understand all the calls and how the game is played but just trust you're just seeing um like incredible athletes just working their hardest and and just if you ever need to learn it's uh volleyball it's quite easy just you know youtube <laughs> well youtube helps with everything now YouTube, yeah, honestly. <laughs> okay, well, Corey, look, uh, I have a feeling we're going to be doing this again next week. Sound fair? I'm very yeah. confident for you guys going into this next series. That would be great. We will be doing it next week. Okay, awesome. All the best. Thanks for checking in. Okay, thanks so much.
That's Corey White from the Pandas volleyball team. I want to run through the scoreboard here quickly before I go. Maple Leafs now leading the Tentacle team 5-4 with nine minutes left. Matthews has scored again. He's up to 42. Coyotes leading the Red Wings 9-2 in the third. Also in the third, Senators up 2-1 on the Blues. Stars and Predators scoreless. That's a big game for Edmonton. Wild leading the Rangers 5-2. Lightning and Jets tied 3-3 in the second period. Chicago now up 6-3 on Anaheim. It was 6-0 after the first. Calgary leading the Caps 1-0. The Devils beat the Avs 5-3. Flyers beat the Golden Knights 2-1. That helps the Oilers. And the Panthers win 4-3 in Pittsburgh. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll join you for the face-off show at 4-30. The game between the Oilers and the Caps starts at 6. My name's Reed. Have a good night. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.